0: Round our way, the sun shines bright. Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 59, A City United. Uh, The clue is probably there in the title of what we're talking about this week. And really, not a huge amount more needs to be said. Nada. But it's maybe one of our most heartfelt episodes yet and one that we really cared about getting right. So hopefully we have. We'll let you be the judge of it. Without further ado, we should probably just get into it. Insert a joke about flipping to the flip side here. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You're right, mate. You're right, Tim. How's it going? It's going great, thank you. How are you? Uh good. Yeah. I am good. I'm hearing a little bit of hoarseness in your voice here. <laughs> I, I can't do
1: a horse voice right now. Certainly. Hoarse voice.
0: Um yes,
1: I I went to the FA Cup final on Saturday as an Arsenal fan, so I am happy and I shouted a lot. Yeah. And these are the consequences of my actions.
0: Yeah. Nice. I mean two days later, that must have been a real, real rant you were having. On them, their terraces.
1: Yeah, and it was going so well, so I don't really know why I did it. But, um, you know, you just lose yourself a little bit. I put on my, uh, my lads, lads, lads hat and just became a bit of a... So it just made some noises that I don't usually make. bit too stressful on the voice, but a lovely day out, lovely weather, lovely ending.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice indeed. Both of us. Therefore, I've had Wembley success within, a week, yeah, each within other. a week Isn't it lovely?
1: I think I texted you as I was leaving. I was like, we've both been to Wembley and it's turned out well for us. This is a great year. <laughs> did you cry? No. Do you know when I did cry? Slightly. When? And it actually will bring us on to a bit of the episode. But um, a minute's silence for the Manchester Boeings yes. at the beginning of the game. And to hear nearly 90,000 people completely respect it apart from a few idiots at the very beginning but they stopped um just looking around the crowd and everybody thinking of the same thing remembering yeah. what had happened
0: yeah. just a week previous
1: was a very i i, I was holding back tears
0: yeah absolutely uh, i was i was the same on wednesday for the manchester united uh, ajax game i mm-hmm. i've, I've- I was completely moved by that. Uh, as you say, we are going to come on to that a bit later on, so let's not talk too much about it. But, no. Uh, it has been, in many ways, quite a sad week, so it seems a bit strange to say, do you have a musical highlight? <laughs> but um, I am going to carry on with the show as we normally yeah. do it. So let's do it. Um, I do have a highlight, and it's this is a little strange, because this is the first time
1: we've recorded a full episode now for... I say a full episode, uh, a normal daily Tuesday episode, for maybe two weeks, maybe even longer. It's been ages—the third week, so yeah, about three weeks, maybe. Um, and about three weeks ago, the new Gorillaz album came out. It did, and we weren't able to talk about it. We weren't. <laughs> um. So that is what I'm going to choose, and I know it's uh, it's it's been a while now, but. The Humans album from Gorillaz dropped, and I, th- I really, really, really love it, and it's just been a bit of a shame that I haven't been able to talk about it yet. So, yeah, well, go ahead. Right. Well, tell us what you love. I love. Is It's a. It's a pretty strange one for me. I'm, um, because. There are things in it that I'm not keen on, and there are things I absolutely love from it, like it's it's a twenty odd. is like the deluxe version. Has something like twenty four songs or something. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say in an album of this size, for there to be a couple of things that you're not that keen on is kind of expected just because there's so exactly. much of it.
1: Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of people are kind of saying with it. Um also I think I think it's gonna be one of those albums that isn't gonna be a masterpiece straight away. But um they kind of come at this. I think it's been it's been seven years since their last um, release, Plastic Beach. Seven years is quite a long time in the music world. It certainly is. And I think we, we've got a very... I remember when the song came out at the uh, beginning of the year, I think it was. The one with Benjamin... Hallelujah Money. Hallelujah Money. And a lot of people were saying, oh, this isn't gorillas, it not what they sound like. And, you know, we said... The thing about gorillas is that they'll they'll change their sounds. Yeah. They are they very much have the ability to do whatever they like behind the masks, should I say? Um, but with this album, we we get a lot of hip hop based stuff, uh, a lot of kind of dance tracks. It kind of goes down that route. There's one of my favourite slower songs is "Busted and Blue," which is your classic kind of 2D vocal. Kind of a throwback to, like, old classic Gorilla songs. But then we've got... So, the song I'm going to play later on is called Out of Body with Kilo Kish, Zebra Cats, Imani, Venusha. Um And it's just... It's a proper, like, offbeat dance tune. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. Like, it's by far probably my favourite single of the year so far. Or single track um, and then we've got, I mean, the the people that are part of this project is extensive, to say the least. Like, yeah. there's almost between one to three new uh, artists on each
0: track. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, Kanye levels of curation of talent. Yeah. Uh, Damon Albarn seems to have pulled in everyone he's ever met. Yeah, so, I mean, like, even Noel Gallagher, Yeah, famous Britpop rival, pops up
1: on the We Got The Power and he's not even that noted on the album
0: no. but funny enough um,
1: I can say this now actually my work has been working on the new Eon adverts for Gorillas, and he showed me the the guy the engineer working on it had all the different um, stems from the track mm. so he picked out just the Noel Gallagher bit yeah. so you can just hear, hear, hear you, you hear silence and it just goes you got the power and it's just him doing his little bit and it's like quite amazing yeah. but you wouldn't know he was on it otherwise um, yeah we've got people like Ray Black uh, Rag and Bone Man Cali Uches plays on a few of the tracks um, Della Soul, Dram, Danny Brown Pop Can, Vince Staples, it's, like, it's just huge like there's probably one person if you don't like gorillas you should come to this and there'll be somebody you do like on there somewhere yeah um, but it's just a huge array of different tracks. I, I, I'll be honest. One of the ones I'm not a fan of is Strobe Light, which is the third track. Um, there's a great song with Grace Jones called Charger. That's yeah. probably my second favorite. Are you? Have you been listening to the album? Have you? Are you a fan of it? Are you not?
0: I have quite a lot, and I I really love it too. Um, yeah. Had I uh, not forgotten that we hadn't spoken about it, I might have fought you for it being a musical highlight because I've listened to it a lot a lot a lot since it came out I've, it just feels like it's kind of overflowing with ideas and sort of creative intent and like you say some of it doesn't necessarily always land but you're just like you're just blown away by how many different things are going on in there um yeah. i love that it's pretty pretty political as well it's, it feels like yeah definitely you know it covers everything you know uh, foreign conflicts mental health uh, council housing, all like shouted out within there. Um, you know, it. It feels very now, very important, very potent, and uh, the Guardian's review of it. The title they used, I really, really loved. Uh, they called it a party album for a world gone mad, and it's like, yeah, that is pretty much sums up what humans is. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Wicked. It's gonna be up there.
1: It will, especially come choosing best album of the year. It's, it's going to be out there. For sure. Probably. Um Probably. So, yes, yeah, the tune I'm going to play is Out of Body. I like hands with yours, we dive into the floor When we reach the curve then we stomp some more I like hands with yours, and then we dive
0: down into the floor It's up a thousand miles till we reach the curve And then we circle back and we stomp some more Got it? It's just like that
1: so there's my highlight lovely song lovely track lovely bands, Damon Albarn is a legend
0: um tim highlight please well harry my uh highlights musical otherwise is pretty clear this week um which is saying something, because as we said, I've had loads of football uh, success this week. Both of us have. But, uh, family comes first. And yesterday I had one of my favourite days ever, really. Um, my lovely grandad got married a couple of weeks ago. And yesterday we had a big old celebration here in Brighton, in the sun. Uh, all the family getting together, and it was just the most beautiful day Um So I'm going to just quickly say congrats to my granddad. It was a bloody beautiful thing to be part of. Um, But as you know, we have quite a musical family. And as the day went on, we got some live entertainment. Um, the, The artist I'm going to talk about is a proper artist, but I am just going to mention that as I think I said to you, maybe my favourite and least favourite band ever formed yesterday for a one-off performance of uh, All I Have to Do is Dream by the Everly Brothers. It was my Uncle Dave, who is noted producer and musician, he's in the Sisters of Mercy. Uh, he was on guitar and he was backed up by his seven sisters all singing out of tune, dancing out of time, and (laughs) it was just hilarious and mad and nonsense. Um, But my grandad absolutely loved it. We all... I laughed my head off. Um, It was brilliant.
1: You've got such a ridiculously large family.
0: Yeah, way too many. Way too many. Um, But what can you do? It's only getting bigger. (laughs) Um, So that was up there. But just before that... um, My cousin, Stefan, who we've talked about previously on the podcast, uh, he gave us a rendition of a few of his songs um, with his girlfriend, Chloe, and their sort of collective name is We Were Strangers, uh, who, yeah, we've played before, right? Yeah. Uh, They have an album which came out this year called Beneath a Broken Sky, and uh, you can kind of catch them touring around a fair bit every now and then. Be sure to go and check them out online. Absolutely brilliant. Um, But, yeah, he played a few songs And I cried. I think a lot of people nearly cried. It was just like a beautiful moment, Uh, like I say, out in the sun with all of your loved ones watching an incredibly talented cousin. Uh, So there's no way any other music was going to top that this week. Um, So I'm just going to play a little bit, take myself back. I'm not completely sure if the song I'm going to play is actually one of the songs he sang, because it was so emotional that I've almost forgotten what happened, and I don't know what songs he sang. So I'm going to play Stand Alone. Because I really like that one. This is New Strength.
2: We're just running around, tearing it down Trying to keep our own damn feet off the floor
1: As this world is spinning with no sense
0: So there you have it, as I say, congrats Grandad, uh, all my family, I love you, it was perfect. Here's a little bit of music and then we're going to get into the episode. last week as we alluded to earlier uh horrible horrible events occurred in our country um a deranged pathetic excuse for a human being decided to target the softest of soft targets young kids going to a pop concert uh and you know having the time of their lives only for them those young lives to be sort of so tragically cut short uh I'm sure, as yours did too, Harry, my heart completely broke when I heard the news. Uh, and even now, it's kind of hard to get my head around what it happened. Took,
1: it took me a year. Still is taking me a, a while to kind of get around. It's one of those things you read and you have to read over and over and over again yeah. to really understand.
0: Yeah. I, You know, yeah, exactly that. And even now, you know, the stories of and you see the pictures of these people taken and, it, you know, you, you can't hold back the tears, it's just, yeah. Unbelievable, you know, what has happened. But what has also uh, filled me with emotion this week is the stories of uh, heroism and the human spirit of the people of Manchester and sort of the country as a whole, I think. We've seen um, the best and the worst of what humans can do this week. Uh, And I think the reaction across the nation has been really beautiful. We've decided to kind of celebrate the positives rather than... uh, allow this moron to divide us and win in that way. Uh and in that vein today we wanted to uh celebrate sort of the positive aspects of the Manchester music scene. I think it would be uh awful if something like this became, you know, what this incredible vibrant city has given us, you know, if this overshadowed that and people remember you know music in Manchester as being the Manchester bombings, I think by doing what we're doing today and playing fantastic songs by fantastic artists in that city, we are hopefully doing our tiny stupid little bit to uh, saying that our way of life is going to win. We're not going to let this idiot stop us and we're all going to go on. And yeah, I can't really celebrate these things. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's so difficult to talk about. Um and you don't need analysis from us. <laughs> that's not <laughs> what we're here for. I couldn't give any. Yeah. Um but that's what we wanted to do anyway. Um and that is what we're going to do. So we're gonna pick a few songs and
1: play them. Yeah. And as a hotbed of music, it wasn't uh difficult to choose a few tracks, was it?
0: No. I mean <laughs> the easiest opinion, we've difficult. left
1: out quite a lot.
0: Yeah the easiest of easy uh playlists to put together. Um and I think I'm right in saying that a number of acts who go without saying who are hugely important to us. Uh you know, Smiths, Joy Division, things like that. Not in the not made the cut, mainly because we've played them before, maybe because uh, other songs felt a bit more relevant right now. Mm. Whatever way. Just yeah. Go you know, if you don't know the Manchester music scene, just go and spend two seconds Digging and you'll find just gold, Mm. non-stop gold. Yeah. So pick number one, Harry, what would you like to play? Okay, so my idea
1: coming into this was that I wanted to kind of um, celebrate some old Manchester classics and some newer stuff that some people might not even know as a Manchester band necessarily. And one of the ones that kind of stands out for me, which is somebody we have looked at, um, I think in Jay's episode, we touched on them, is a band called Everything Everything. Um, now, I remember, I think it was uh, 2007, when the first single that they dropped, My Key's Your Boyfriend, I think, and they had this really weird video, and I remember it being on a music video. Channel. Yeah, they might have been enemy. Did NME have one? They did, yeah, back in the day. I wonder if they still do. No, I hmm. remember when it went and they said they're just going to do magazines. Huh. Um, oh, Internet. And Tinternet, they're going to do Tinternet. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I remember this band's kind of releasing this song and it being like one of the most different kind of genre-defying songs that I'd heard in recent years around that time, um, because I just couldn't, like, couldn't really... It's one of those ones where you listen to first and you're not really sure if you like it or not, because, like, as we've said before, his his vocal is quite odd, and, like, they do these kind of odd harmonies and things, and the structures of the songs are quite um, just different to kind of things that were going on at that time. Um, also, this album, Man Alive, uh, which was released in 2010, is, like, one of my favourite debut albums of all time. Like, at least the, the things that I kind of discovered myself. Um, So, yeah, they're, they're kind of one of my main picks of, of, like, new stuff to be coming out of there. I mean, very recently, new stuff. People like Cabbage, who we're not talking about today. But there there is a really good article that I found, and it's uh, it touches on, like, ten people you should, like, keep an eye on. The coming from the Manchester scene, so that it's constantly like yeah, it hasn't given up yet on, the, no, not even on, close. on what it's producing, yeah. it's it's really like constantly churning out stuff. Yeah, and I would say it's that, and like Liverpool, I would say Manchester's probably the biggest place of producing new music and just music in general,
0: yeah, like it certainly feels that way. It's yeah. just, like you say just relentlessly good bands coming out of there it's like yeah
1: like, and there's a lot there was a lot there's like a further 10 that um, are new bands coming out of there that are like on the borders of Manchester okay so I think they're still like um, yeah like Blossoms seen as aren't Manchester bands. Quite
0: from Manchester are they but they no sort of are at the same time yeah
1: um, I was looking up uh, coincidentally uh, Chemical Brothers as well who they were in this list of Manchester bands because they formed there at university yep. but they uh, they were neither neither were from uh, Manchester um, so a, a song I'll play um, from the first album I think I'm going to go with I won't go with one of the main known ones <laughs> I'm going to go with Tin The Manhole is called tin bracket the man how closed bracket um yeah it's, it's a lovely song it's a really lovely album as well it's perfect excellent here it is Done, Tim. First pick,
0: please. The first song I would like to play is by uh, Mint Royale, who were, I think, like most of the music I know by them is kind of late 90s, early noughties, although uh, sort of active from 1997, they first kind of appeared, and I think the last thing they put out was 2016, so I think maybe still going. Um, a sort of electronic based. Indie music um, formed by Neil Clarkson and Chris Baker. There's a song in particular that sprung to mind when we were kind of coming up with this idea for this episode that I really wanted to play, which is called From Rush Home with Love. Uh, first of all, Rush Home is an area of inner city Manchester. Um, inner city. So, <laughs> inner city pressure. Um, <laughs> yes, so, you know, the idea of From Manchester with Love felt very much fitting but what i really love about this song and the reason i really want to play it is because i think in some ways it celebrates like the diversity of the people of manchester in that you know again without wanting to harp on about the events of monday again it's very easy to then sort of vilify certain people from certain backgrounds and that is not the answer this music has a lot of sort of influences from a kind of Asian background, you can kind of feel the sort of cultural diversity that it comes from, Uh, and it's also just an absolutely brilliant track. As I said, the song is called From Rush Home With Love, the band A Mint Royale, and I think you're going to really like this one. Play it then. I will. there you have it unusually for me a fully instrumental track what did you think of it Harry?
1: I thought it was really cool I,
0: yeah it was uh,
1: kind of exactly what I was expecting actually oh. just kind of of what you said I thought it was going to have those elements that you talked about but still kind of be a Manchester, Manchester
0: kind of vibe yeah mm, that kind of part you can still bounced it for sure you can bounce cool nice one so pick number 2 from you right so the band i'm going to go for is
1: doves britpop sensation yes um again manchester band <laughs> who would have thought it um kind of the, the reason why i went for these guys is because i was reading down a little bit on them there's they're not kind of one of those bands i know a, a massive amount on But um, I saw that they'd um, supported the likes of Oasis. And um, I just like the way that... um, I mean, there's no really getting away from the fact that Oasis are probably the biggest Manchester band to most people. um, They're the ones that worldwide are known for that. Sure. Um, And they certainly would say that they are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that thing that we can be sure of.
1: <laughs> Although I did, I do remember hearing, I think it was Liam, saying that Stone Roses were the best band to come out of Manchester. Really? Yeah.
0: That sounds unbelievably humble yeah. for a man who's not normally associated with Absolutely. that kind of thing.
1: He probably, he's probably going to go back
0: on those words,
1: but they he were. said it once backstage somewhere, I think. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea of Oasis... <laughs> liking a band enough from their scene that they give them a shot supporting them because I swear to be liked by Oasis is a rarity anyway I think so although the The last person I remember Noel really liking was uh, Jake Bug and he really like championed him and like I think that that definitely really helped him push his career on to then make an album that wasn't that good yeah yeah
0: yeah, I think so. Although having listened to uh Noel Gallagher's Desert Island Discs episode, yeah. which if you haven't heard, definitely go and check out because it's a really really good one. It, you know, like everyone, he's a, he's a massive music fan. There's a lot yeah. of stuff and that that is from smaller bands as well that he really really likes, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. I guess it I
1: I've, I've said this so many times now, but I know this because of 500 Days of Summer. Really. Yeah. I mean, like I've said many times, um, you find classics your own way, I and mean, you gotta find them somehow, haven't you? Yeah. You can't just know them just because it's classic. The song I'm going to pick is "There Goes the Fear." Um, it's the one that you're all gonna know anyway. I mean, I played seconds of it, and you—it's a classic. Um, <laughs> is that what I sound like? Yeah. Oh, it's yes, a classic. It's <laughs> a yes, bloody classic. Yeah, you done a lovely job. Yeah, Um, you know, I'll be perfectly honest I know most of the bands I wanted to pick for this um, are ones that we've talked about so many times before that I just wanted to go with somebody that people might not know over somebody like The Verve and Stone Roses who I listened to, Bittersweet Symphony again on the way in today and like almost teared up just Of how firstly beautiful the song is and secondly the music to come out of that place was just so stunning it's just weird to talk about Manchester and not that not be the like main focus Um, but anyway there goes the fear is the one I'm going to play
0: lovely take it away
1: Tim, to your second pick, please.
0: My second pick was uh, an artist that I thought of straight away for this one. Easy, easy pick. Uh, The man is the one and only John Cooper Clark, who we've talked about before on the podcast. Um, But the reason I wanted to play him today was because I think he kind of encapsulates a lot of what uh, the people of Manchester are about. They're kind of proper... Good, hard working people, uh, grafters, and talented, talented people that never kind of lose that sort of working class background, those roots that are so run so deep in the culture of the city. He stands up for what he believes in, he's outspoken, but also he's bloody funny. And I think there's a humour in that city as well. And even this week, you know, again you hear stories or people talking and, you know, people still managing to, you know, smile every now and then, um, and bring, keep that, yeah, keep that brilliant Northern humour going. Uh, there are about a million things that John Cooper Clark has done, which are brilliant. And, you know, he's chiefly a poet rather than a musician, but a lot of his music, he used to sort of open up for a lot of punk acts back in the day. Yeah, uh, a lot of his music has been put to, sorry, a lot of his poems have been put to music. You know, even most knows, notably recently, Arctic Monkeys obviously robbed one of his uh, poems for. They never robbed it. No, I know, of course <laughs> they didn't. Um, the song, which one should I go for? This is an interesting one. Do you know what I'm going to go for? Because it, it, yeah, it's exactly that. It's political, but it's also funny. I'm going to go for evidently Chicken Town. Because, <laughs> okay. I mean, first of all, just what a name What a tune And, um yeah, I think it's a real good reflection Of him and of Manchester
2: The bloody cup's are bloody king Bloody keep it bloody clean Bloody chiefs are bloody swine Bloody draws the bloody line The bloody fun and bloody game, The bloody kids in bloody planes Nowhere to be bloody found Anywhere in chicken town the bloody scene is bloody sad. The bloody news is bloody bad, the bloody weed is bloody turf. The bloody speed is bloody served, bloody folks are bloody dad. Don't make me bloody laugh, bloody hurts to look around. Everywhere in Chicken Town, bloody train is bloody lake. Your bloody way, you bloody way, bloody lost and bloody found. Stuck in fucking chicken town.
0: So there you have it, that was evidently Chicken Town. Uh, which is the opening song from an album which I also love the name of, because I think it's funny. It's called Snap Crackle and Bop. <laughs>
2: uh
0: great tune and funnily enough actually just listening to it again now it really occurred to me how much uh clearly that was an influence on one of the kind of bigger names to emerge just in the sort of english music scene in the last few years sleaford mods uh, that was very sleaford modsy um they do a similar thing but probably not as well so yeah that was john cooper Clarke. so i think i'm right in thinking that there is a particular very special song that you would like to finish on harry and have as your third pick
1: You'd be correct.
0: So I'm going to take the unusual step of doing back-to-back picks. The pressure is on. Uh, and my final pick, you know, I maybe I was trying to say something with my other two. Uh, whereas this one, it, it was just when I was going through a playlist of Manchester Music, I was reminded of an album that I really loved. And there's not really kind of any more rhyme or reason behind this pick than that. Um... Back in 2006, the Cortinas brought out their first album. And they're a band that I think we might have discussed on the podcast before, in that.
1: We definitely have, yeah.
0: um, You know, I've kind of left behind at a certain point and, um, you know, not necessarily fully aware of all their catalogue. But I listened to St. Jude today in full and I was just reminded of how great it is and how much I love it. And yeah, it just kind of took me back to a time, and it, yeah, it's nice sometimes to revisit your old, your old haunts.
1: Yeah, and I believe they've actually did they did a tribute as well. They played recently. Um, I'm not they sure did. if it's yeah, was in
0: Manchester or not. It was yeah, it was uh, I believe at the cricket ground. Um, a few of our friends actually were there. Um, really? Yeah. And Josh yeah, Lee. huge Josh Lee okay. I mean, <laughs> <That'll> easy <say. laughs> days Of course it was Josh Lee um, But yeah, they did They played a massive, massive show And it was quite an act of defiance actually For, them for that to still go ahead uh, yeah. Which I really liked And yes, they did do a big old tribute Which again, I'm not going to say what the song is Because it's going up um, But another one of those um, Sort of really uplifting and emotional uh, things That have sort of gone round online this week Be sure to go and watch that from their gig, The Cortinas. Um, But I'm going to play a song, and actually, it's funny because despite the fact that I'm going on about St. Jude, one of the big sort of surprises at the time, and for me, controversies, but I don't know if it actually was a controversy, I can't really remember. But they're kind of the first Cortina song I ever heard was a song called Acrylic, which was very much in the mix of. All their other Saint Jude stuff coming out, but it didn't get put on the actual normal record. I don't know why it sure. should have been. It was on like a bonus disc B-side type thing, uh, and it really—it's not only stands up to the other stuff that did make the cut for the album, but it's better. I think. I think it's the best song ever. Uh, so I'd like to play that. Okay. I remember
2: how great the cool as were. <laughs> you just like plasticine being moulded into a teen dream. Of- I feel so sorry for you If you were 13 I'd let you off But you know you shouldn't know Better Got it by balls And no thought With a park And pen and write you a letter But there's not enough paper In the world There's not enough paper In the world Have you heard All your friends go Dolly, ya da All the words they seem to know All the words in your songs
0: go So Harry Hit us with the aforementioned big close to this episode
1: right so honestly when we first came up with the idea for this episode um, this was like the song that we knew we should end on and it just made way too much sense so the song or the band is Oasis as we've talked about one of uh, Manchester's biggest exports they're
0: alright aren't they the uh,
1: they do some alright tunes, yeah. I've heard.
0: A few of them. A few biggies. F-
1: quite a few big ones. Yeah. Only like a couple hundred thousand. I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, the guys out there might not have heard of them. No. But, yeah. I mean, just. I just f-
1: said a couple hundred thousand. I meant a hundred million. Billion. <laughs> um, so the song is Don't Look Back in Anger. It's become the song over the last few week or over the last week that has defined the. The Manchester spirit at the moment and how all of them coming together is helping those affected and just helping people overcome maybe what's
0: happened. Yeah, I think galvanising the community, hasn't it really? Yeah, I mean, so it
1: was not long ago that on, uh, I believe it was Thursday or Friday last week, the minute silence.
0: Yeah, we had a nationwide minute silence in sort of memory, didn't we? Yeah.
1: And, um, in the streets in Manchester, there was one lady who decided to break out into this song at the end of the minute, Silence, and, um, kind of, as she was singing, people started to join in, um, and it, then you had hundreds of people singing along to this, this song, and over time, it's kind of been brought out everywhere, so... There's been collections of people that have sung it together. There's been, as we say, the Cortina's gig. 50,000 people sang along to that song. Um, And it has become the kind of symbolising tune of what's happened recently. So not only, you know, you're going to play, in terms of what we're doing for this episode, um, Oasis being one of the biggest bands from Manchester, having one of their songs at the end makes sense. But also... It's kind of, it works with our tribute to Manchester. Yeah, um,
0: completely. It was like, I think by Thursday, I was kind of start, not coming to terms with what had happened, but I had kind of stopped being quite so teary. And then I heard on the radio while I was working the footage that you're talking about. When you hear just this one voice start it, it just felt... You know sent chills down your spine and you just can't something about it is so perfect the message of perfect the name of the song is perfect and yeah i think i think just sort of caught the mood of the moment um and it's funny they spoke to the woman and she said she she didn't plan to do it it was just she just felt the need to Burst in songs sort or of bring, and when people joined in, she couldn't quite believe it. There's a mm-hmm. funny bit at the very beginning where she's singing on her own, and you hear someone shout, Sing louder! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it just perfect symbolic uh, moment that I don't think will ever stop feeling quite as powerful. No. And you'll never, you know, it's funny because, like, that song is, like you say, so, such a famous song, such a classic
1: it's going to have a whole new meaning behind it now
0: yeah it's kind of hard to imagine ever in a a positive way it's hard to imagine ever hearing that song and not being taken to that moment again yeah
1: wow Um, so an emotional end to the show
0: yeah very emotional um, but I suppose fittingly so yeah Um, I guess we should probably finish by you know saying the stupidly obvious, um, you know, our continued thoughts and prayers and everything else. Although we don't pray, but you know what I mean. go. Uh, you know, to the the families and the loved ones of those affected directly and indirectly. You know, just by uh, being. You know, we're all sort of witness to the hideousness of it all, and I think it affects everyone. So thoughts with everyone who's still struggling to come to terms with what happened. And, obviously, a big thanks to you, the listeners, for being here with us for, yeah, quite a sombre, sombre episode. But I feel like that is probably the right thing for it to be. Uh, I've been Tim. I've been Harry. This has been Tracks, And take us out. Your final pick. The best of the lot. Don't
1: look back in anger. Oasis. And the people of
0: Manchester.